Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Avraham Shor. Mesechas Sukkah has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Noach Stengel, Le'ili Nishmas Menachem Meir ben Naftali, and Esther Bas David. Sukkah Daf Yud Zayin. The Mishnah says, Herchik esasichuch min adfanis shloshet tfachem psula. If he was marchik the schach from the defanis, which means that the width of the schach does not reach the defanis fully, shloshet tfachem, it's not within three tfachem, then it's psula. Rashi says the reason is because avir poisel b'shloshet afilu min Avir is something that passes with Shlosh Tvachim even from the side. Although the Gabishach Pasel, we will see that there is a difference of opinion as to whether it passes the same Shir Menatzad as it does Be'emtza. But Avir passes even Menatzad three Tvachim. Rashi proves from this din, the Mishnah, what the gather of the din Doifen Akuma is. We know the rest of the Mishnah is built on the principle called Doifen Akuma. That when you have schach pasul on the side, then you have up to four amas. And in Rashi, you see that there are essentially two options how to learn that din of doifin akuma. One is that the halach l'mishbisinai tells us that when schach pasul is on the side of the sukkah, we view that schach pasul as if it's a chaluk of the doifin. So doifin akuma means that we look at the doifin as if it's crooked. In what way is it crooked? Part of it is the vertical doifin, the real doifin, and the other part, the crooked part, is the schach pasul. The schach pasul becomes a chaluk of my doifin. The other way to look at doifin akuma is that the Doifin itself is seen, ki'ilu, it was akum, it was slanted and went underneath the schach pasal and reached the schach by itself. And Rashi claims that it has to be the f- first way, not the second way. Because if we say that the way the doifin akuma works is ki'ilu, the doifin automatically goes underneath the schach pasal and the schach pasal is not considered part of my doifin, then why wouldn't you say the same thing, legabe avir? By avir, you should say the same thing. You should say that we look at the doifin as if it skips the avir and reaches the schach, and that way the schach is up against the defanis. The defanis are magiest the schach. However, there is the sheet of the Ritva, B'Shem Rabbeinu Avram, and the Me'iri brings down B'Shem Yesh Mefarshim, that the way to look at Doifin Akuma is the second way that we mentioned, that the Tefanis actually do skip the Schach Pasel, and when we say Akuma, it means that as if it, they are as if they are slanted and they reach the Schach on their own. As far as Rashi's kasha from Avir, they're not bothered by that question because they hold that that's the way the Allah Messina was said. The Allah Messina was told to us only Ligabe Schach Pasel, and it could be because Avir is considered a total hefsik, and since it's a hefsik with Shloshet Tvachum, we look at this wool as if it's Bechlal, not Shayach, to the Sukkah. It's considered in a different place. There's Avir being Mafsik in between, so it looks like the wool has got nothing to do with this Sukkah. Now there are various nafkeminas lahalacha between these two ways of looking at doifin akuma. One nafkemina is mentioned by the Minchas Chinuch, Mitzvah Shin Chafei, the Mitzvah Yeshiva Sukkah, in Ois Tes. He discusses the fact that we know that a Sukkah Gezula is possible. Minchas Chinuch brings down over there from the Primigodim in Simen Tafresh Lamed Zayin that not only is this din of Sukkah Gezula true legabi deschach, it is even true legabi defanis. The defanis hasukah that are gezulois is posel mishum mitzvah haba Says the primagodim. Therefore, if part of your schach posel at the edge of the sukkah 
would be gezula. It would also be possible because a chaluk of your doifin is gezula. And therefore, it's possible to the mitzvah bavera. Says Mechaz that depends. If you learn like Rashi, that doifin akuma means that we view the schach pasal that's at the edge as being part of my doifin, then enichanami. It's considered sukkah gzula because that schach pasal on top is gzula and it would pass on my sukkah. However, if you look at it the way that the Rabbeinu Avram and the Yeshmefarshim and the Meiri say, that doifin akuma means that the wall is considered like it's slanted and it reaches the schach on its own, ignoring the schach pasal at the edge, then the schach pasal does not make up part of my sukkah and wouldn't pasal at midin sukkah gzula. And the same nafkamid would be true if you would have uh, part of your schach puzzle at the edge was made up of atzei asherah. And the base mayor in Simon Tafresh Lamed Beisif Aleph is medayik. And the tour that he also learns like this Rabbeinu Avram and the Yesh Mefarshim Meiri that the din of Daifin Akuma is uh, that it's if, if the wall is slanted and not that the schach puzzle becomes a part of my wall. And the base mayor mentions another nafkamina between the two pshatim, and he shows that the tour is lashitasai because of the way he learns in this nafkamina. And that is as follows: the ran over here makes a statement that although we say doifen akuma when the schach pasul at the edge of the schach, however, if let's say the defanis in their height are not magias l'schach. We have to resort to the rule of good asik to say that it's as if the defanis extend themselves upwards. Then we do not employ the principle of doifin akuma. One way to understand that, and that's what the stipler seems to understand, is that since you're using imaginary walls, it's impossible to view the schach pasal as being a hemshich of the wall because there's really a big space in between the wall and the schach puzzle. So when the schach puzzle and the wall are up against each other, then you can look at it like one crooked wall. But since the, in this case, the wall is only created through a good asik, it's an imaginary wall, it's a halachic wall, so you cannot view it as being a crooked wall. That's the way the stipe seems to learn. Rabbi Kiveger in the Madura Kama, Simon Yud Beis, seems to learn a little bit differently. He understands that there's a problem with being mitzayr two halachal mishmasinais together. Whenever you have two halachal mishmasinais that are dependent on each other to be machshir something, then you don't use two halachas together. So this is the sheet of the ran that the only time that you say doifin akuma is when my wall reaches the schach. It has to go all the way up to the schach puzzle, and then you say doifin akuma. The tour, on the other hand, says that it's kosher in such a case. Says the base mayor, the tour is lashitase. Since the tour understands that the gather of doifin akuma is not that you look at the schach puzzle as being a hemshech of my wall. It's not a crooked wall based on the schach puzzle that it, we view the schach puzzle as being a chelik of the wall. Rather, we look at the wall as skipping the schach puzzle. It goes underneath the wall, tilts itself, and goes to the schach puzzle. So it makes no difference that the defanas are not magis the schach, because I don't have to see the schach puzzle as being a hemshich of that wall. I can just allow it to extend itself straight upwards, tilt it towards the schach, instead of using the schach puzzle as being a chalik of the wall. Now, according to the stipler, this is very understandable because, like we said, his whole reason for the din of the ran is because you cannot see a schach puzzle as being a hemshach of my wall if it's only an imaginary wall. And over here, I don't need to see it as a hemshach of the wall because that's, that's not the way that the Torah understands it. Even according to Rabbi Kveger, who says that you can't be mitzar of two Allah, 
Nevertheless, that's only true when you have to say the two Allah Mishmasinas consecutively, meaning that after you're capable of seeing the walls extending upward, now you see there's something up against the Shach Pasal, and you could see, you could employ the other Allah Mishmasinah of Daifin Akuma to go after the Allah Mishmasinah of Good Asik, Masha'en If you do not have to wait until one Halakha Mishmasinai is enacted in order to employ the next Halakha Mishmasinai. Rather, they both could be employed simultaneously. Then you don't, don't have a problem with saying two Halakha Mishmasinais. And that's what we're going to do over here. We say that the Daifin goes upward. The way that it goes upward through the principle of Daifin Akuma is in a slanted manner. So it comes out that we have two ways of viewing Doifin Akuma. Rashi understands that the Tzach Pasal is a chilk my wall. The Rabbeinu Avram and the Yeshua Farshim and the Me'iri and the tour understand that it is skipping the Tzach Pasal and tilts itself underneath the Tzach Pasal. And that's Doifin Akuma, the Nafkaminis, Sukkah Gzula, and Atzei In addition to the question as to whether you have the finest there not against do we say Doifin Akuma? Now, before we go on, it's worth mentioning one more nafkamina, a possible nafkamina, and that is as follows. We already discussed in Daftev Zayin that there is a halacha that you're not supposed to put the schach before the defanis. We even mentioned the possible sul bidyevid, that if a person put the schach before the defanis, then it's possible, perhaps because it's learned that from Now, what happens if a person were to put schach on top of his sukkah, and the schach was not yet magia? all the way till the defan is, so you, you don't have enough schach to fill up the entire space of the roof. And this person put his defan is there before the schach. However, right now, what he wants to do in order to kasher his sukkah, he wants to take schach posel and put it on the edges of the sukkah so that he can be machshir his sukkah midin doifin akuma. Now, if the din of doifin akuma is the way that Rashi understands, then there's going to be a problem. Because what the person did was he created part of his defanis after he already put his schach there. Because the schach puzzle that's there on the edges has a din of defanis. However, if you learn, like the other shitas, that the din doifin akuma is a halacha, that the wall tilts itself underneath the schach puzzle and reaches the schach then it's possible that this wouldn't be a problem. Just like when a person puts schach and he adds more schach to get the schach closer to the defanis, there's not a problem. So too, if after he puts the schach, he does a pa'ula to be makariv the defanis to the schach, there may not be a problem. Now the Mishnah cites three examples of the din of Daifin Akuma. One is Bayez Shenivchas V'sichich Al-Gabov. The second is Chatzar Shemukefes Achsadra, and the third is Asukkadoyl Shekifu Bedavar Sheemis Sachachem Boy. The Gemara makes a Tzrichasa, the reason why we need all three cases. So the Gemara says the Yesh Meinam Bayis Shenivchas Mishum Dahani Mechitzes LeBayis Avidon. We could have had Havmina to say that the only time you say Doifin Akuma is where the Doifin is made for the area that you're being Mesachach and you want to be Ma'akim the Doifin too. But in the case of Chatzar Mukefes Achsadra. You're really using walls that were intended for the house itself. The houses that are makif, the chatzir, have outside walls. And those outside walls you're using to be part of your sukkah. There I would have had a half minute to say that you don't say doifin akuma. And the reason for this half a minute is very simple. Whether you look at doifin akuma the way that the Rabbeinu Avram and the Yishim Farshim Deir in the tour learn that it's a slanted wall, that the wall, because we consider as if it slants itself up until the schach kosher, or you say the way the Rashi learns, that we look at the schach puzzle as being a chilek of my wall. Either way, we have to imagine that the wall is shaped a certain way. And that imagination is much easier when the wall was constructed for 
the inside, because like we see, Rashi says in Dafdalid that it's the derech for walls to be not 100% straight. And since the wall was constructed for the inside, then it's easy for us to say, well, look at it as if it is ma'akim itself. However, if the wall is created for the inside, and we're trying to create a sukkah on the outside, it's harder for us to imagine that the wool is as if it is slanting outside. In fact, we can illustrate this point with a suffix that the Maimar Mordechai has in Simitofresh Lamed Beis, if cut in hay. His suffix is, what happens if a person has two sukkahs that are adjacent to each other, and they share a wall? And both of them have schach puzzle on the side. So the same wall is being asked to be seen as a doifen akuma, both legabe one sukkah and legabe the second sukkah. Because in order to be machshir either one of the two sukkahs, we have to see the wall as being nisakim, as being crooked and reaching the schach of each respective sukkah. So his suffix is, could you do that? And the suffix is a natural one because you have to be able to see the wall as bending. Now, which way is it bending? Is it bending this way or that way? So similarly, we can understand this havamin at least of the Gemara that since the nature of the wall that is created for the inside of a house is automatically seen as servicing the house. So to say that it also is being bent backwards is unnatural. So that Srichus is not so difficult to understand. The problem is the next step in the Gemara. The Gemara says, Hanitarti, if we would have only said the case of Bayez, Shenifchas, and Chatzah Shemukhevis Achsadra, then I would say only in those cases do we say, The Schach that you used is Schach Kosher. As Rashi explains, you didn't really use Schach Kosher, you used something, you used material that is Kosher to be used. It's a Min Schach Kosher, even though it is possible, because Tasvalam and Asli, but you're using something that the Chomer, the material itself, is Kosher for Schach. Masha'en Kain, in the case of you're using for your schach something that is schach puzzle. Say, I would say you wouldn't say And the question is, why would I have thought just because the schach is schach puzzle that you do not have the right to say the din of doifin akuma? What's it got to do with being schach puzzle or schach that is material that's kosher? The reason why doifin akuma is said is nothing to do with it being schach kosher. It's assuming that it's schach puzzle, but we see it as a chaluk in my wall, or you see that the wall skips it. So why would I require in this half a minute dafka material which is kosher as schach? So perhaps we can offer to answer this question based on the idea that we mentioned earlier, Lefi the Shittas of the Rabbeinu Avram, the Meir B'Shem Yesh Mefarshim and the Tor, that the way that Daifin Akuma works is that the wall is seen as if it's tilted underneath the Schach Puzzle to reach the Schach Kosher. We asked, why then don't we say it by Aver, which is Rashi's Kasha? And the answer, we explained, they say that the avir makes the wall be not related to the sukkah. It's considered like it's not shayach to the sukkah b'chalal. Because there's enough of a separation of avir between the schach kosher and the sukkah that we see them as being unrelated to each other. So you see that there is really a two-step process in order to say doifen akuma. First, we have to see that this doifen relates to the schach. After seeing that it relates to the schach, then we have the ability to apply the rule called doifen akuma to consider it as if it's slanted. 
So if you have a substance that is really kosher schach, we could see that substance as being a hemshich of your schach. It happens to be that it's not kosher to sit underneath it, but it is a continuation of your schach such that when we look at the wall, we see it as being related to the makam that the schach is covering because the entire ceiling is seen as one. If you were makif with a boy, now we look at it almost the same way as we would look at avir. Because in between your wall and the schach kosher is something that has nothing to do with schach. Now here's the Lushen of the Ritva. He really asks, what is the Pshat in this Trichusa? Why should schach kosher be different than schach pasal? And he says as follows, Venerally, the ka'amar. The Dilma have a Salka Daitan. Maybe we would have a half minute to say the Schach Pasel Loi Gemiri Be Daifin Akuma. That Schach Pasel, we didn't learn that Loch Meshbsina Daifin Akuma de Kivon. Sheinoi Mimin Hasuka Klal Mafsik Vechoitetuma Oid. Since it's not mimin ha so it is mafsik, and it's chutzitz, very much. If it's schach kosher, it's from the same min, it's not chutzitz. And I think that he means the svara that we just said. That it's easier to say doifin if you have a wall that you know relates to the sukkah, and in order for it to relate to the sukkah, you have to have less being mafsik between the schach and your wall. There's an interesting kasha asked by the Sfas Emes and the Arch Lener. Why is it that we limit the din of Daifin Akuma to four Amis and no more? We should say that if, let's say you have four Amis and less than four Tfachim, it should also be kosher. Because the four Amis could be seen as Daifin Akuma, as long as it's slightly less than four Amis. And then after the Daifin Akuma, you should be able to look at the Schach Pasel and say it doesn't have the shear to Pasel. Schach Pasel has a shear. It's Pasel Bidalit Tvachim. So they explained that you can't say such a thing, and that is because within one ceiling, we don't have the right to be Mechalot just because that's the way our imagination wants to look at something. Because what gives you a right to be mechalic and say that up until this point it's considered part of the doifen and further than this point it's considered schach pasel. Maybe we should say the other way. Maybe it should be more. It should be more schach pasel. Or maybe it should be a larger doifen and then you can't say doifen akuma. Since it's possible to see things in various ways, we don't do it unless... It's mukhruch. And when you have less than four amas, then it's mukhruch because Allah says that you're allowed to look at it as part of the doifen. The Rishash also asked this kasha. This Rishash is not over here. It's on Daf Dalit Amad Aleph. And he gives two terutzim. He says, number one, V'yashloimer. D'kemoy d'loy amrinan d'oifin akuma v'lovet ka'adadi. Just like you don't say d'oifin akuma and lovet together. Which means that if, let's say, your wall is removed less than three tfachim from the schach pasal, we don't say a tziruf of d'oifin akuma and lovet. Which in and of itself is debatable. If you take a look at the Mishnah Brura in Tuf Reish Lamed Beis and Sifkat and Dalid, he has a whole discussion about when the Defanis are not Magias Lishach. Do we say good Asik and then Doifin Akuma? And he brings two days as to whether we do those two halachas. He finishes off, he says, So he says that even those shittas that hold you don't say good asik and doifin akuma, but when it's a question of love together with doifin akuma, you do say it. And he's referring to the sheet of the Prima Godim and the Bikuri Yaakov, both in that simit. But the Rishash is obviously assuming that you don't say
say both rules together. You will not say Lovud and Doifin Akuma at the same time. So he says, just like you don't say Lovud and Doifin Akuma, you also won't say Doifin Akuma together with the Kula of Schach Pasel being Pasel with less than Dalat Tvachim. And the truth is that's a strange comparison because the fact that you don't say Lovud and Doifin Akuma would seem to be because of the rule that we already mentioned from Kvega and from others that you don't say two halachas. Two halachas you don't say. But when you are talking about using different akuma and then the din, that's chach pasal, needs to be for tfachim, it's not that you're applying two Allah Lamashmasinais. There's one Allah Lamashinai special trick called Defin Akuma. After the din of Defin Akuma, now your wall is finished, your wall is considered a crooked wall, and now it's up against the schach. The beginning of your schach is schach pasal. There's a shear to schach pasal. It's not applying a new Allah Lamash a special trick, minimizing the size of something. It's a din that schach pasal is not pasal with less than four tfachim, because it's not a chash of enough amount of schach pasal. Perhaps the Rashash understands differently. The reason why you don't say Lovin and Doifin Akuma together is because it's too hard to imagine that your wall is really a crooked wall because you have to rely both on the trick that we view the wall as being crooked and second of all, you have to rely on the Lovin to pretend as if it reaches all the way to the Schach Pasel and that's difficult for us to imagine. So by the same token, he says that in order for us to imagine that your wall stops after almost four Amis are finished and then from that point and on, the Schach Pasel begins, it's difficult for us to imagine that. Continues the Rashash, he says, another Teretz. Kivin Amis, since there is Schach Pasel altogether more than four Amis, he says the din of Daifan Akuma was only said by Pachas Midalad Amis. So it's Mashbi, he means that that's how the Allah Moshitsina was given. That when you have Pachas Midalad Amis, Chach Pasul, then you say Daifan Akuma and not more. And he gives a mashal from the beginning of the fourth parak in Kalayim. Over there we learn that there's a din called Kiliak Kerem. You're not allowed to plant any Tvua inside a Kerem. That's Kalayim. However, there is a case in which it's mutter, and that is, one of the cases is karachas ha-kerem. Karachas ha-kerem means that there's a bold spot inside your kerem. Since in that place which is empty, there is no gefen growing, it's mutter to plant the tfuah because it's not considered like you're planting inside a kerem. Now, how big does the karachas ha-kerem have to be? Basil will hold that the karachas ha-kerem has to be sheish esrei ama, 16 square amas. Where do we get the number 16 Amis from? So, as it's explained by the Rishonim over there, we need to subtract from both sides of the 16 Amis, four Amis. The four Amis on one side are Shaykh to the Kerem on its side, and the four Amis on the other end of the Karachas are Shaykh to the Kerem on the other side. And that is because there is a rule called Avodas HaKerem. You need four Amis in order to be able to bring the equipment to plow in the Kerem, and therefore you leave four Amis from the sides of your Karachas as part of the Kerem. Avodas HaKerem makes it Shaykh to the Kerem. Now there are eight Amis remaining. Why do you need eight Amis to remain? The answer is because Arba Amis is seen as a Makam Chashiv. And if you have anything less than eight Amis in the middle of the Karachas, you don't have Arba Amis on each side. And Arba Amis is the sheer Makam Chashiv. So we say that you have less than four Amis on each side and they're Batal Legabe Hakerim. That means that those four Amis are already seen as being part of the Kerem. 
So then your entire karach is a shaykh to the kerem. So again, the way that the entire karach is a shaykh to the kerem when you have less than 16 amas is because you start off with four amas being seen as avodas kerem. After the four amas being seen as avodas kerem, we have to determine if there are four amas on each side, oshir makam chashiv, and then we could say that it has a din of its own place and it's not batal legabe kerem. And the question is, why should we view it that way? We could very easily say that four Amis are bottle midin avodis akerem on one side. Another four Amis are bottle on the other side. As long as you have four Amis that stand independently, chutz from those avodis akerem spaces, then it should be considered like its own place. But we don't do that. We draw an imaginary line and we say that up until the fact that you have eight Amis, we view it like you have pachas me'arba Amis on each side. That's the way the Allah was said. And even though it's possible to view it other ways, but Allah said that if you don't have it this way, then this is the way we're going to look at it. The same thing over here. The way that Allah was given is that you say only when you have and even though it's possible to view it other ways, you could look at it like this part of your wall and then part of your we don't do that. The Allah says that when you have then we're willing to say and not if you have more. The Gemara says that Schach Pasel is Pasel Barba and Avir is Pasel Bishloisha. The Gemara then asks from our Mishnah, and it's, that's, you see that Tzach Pasel is Pasel Ba'arba Amis. The Gemara answers, this is because of Doif Akumba. Then the Gemara asks, this was Rabbah talking to the Rabbanan Debei Rav, that if you have Tzach Pasel that's less than four Tzvachim, and Avir that's less than three Tzvachim, and the two of them are both there in the Sukkah, so it's kosher because neither one has the right shear. However, if you go now, Malye Bishpudin, you fill up the... Avir that's less than three tfachim with pasalaschach, then it's all of a sudden psula. How could it be that Avir, which is more chamer, which is paisal bishloisha, not be as bad as schach pasal, which is paisal barba? You see that over here that when it's Avir, it's kosher, and when you put schach pasal there, it's pasal. Toysfis and Dibramaschil Ilu make the following point. They say, even though it's Mavur in the Gemara, that when you have Schach Pasel, which is less than Arba Tvachim, and Avir, which is less than three Tvachim, it's Kshayra. That's because the two are not Shavu Bishu Raihu. They don't have the same Shir. They're not Mitzdarf with each other, like the Gemara says later. However, imagine if you have four Tvachim of Schach Pasel, but there's Avir right down the middle of your Schach Pasel, such that you have two Tvachim Schach Pasel, Paches mishloishet tvachim of avir, and then on the other side of the avir, you have another two tvachim of schach pasul. Toisvus is misupik if the two psulim are mitstarfin laarba. Toisvus says one tzad shema kiven the avir mafsik bein time loy mitstarfi or shema kiven the ein baavir gimel mitstarfin. That's Toisvus is suffik. Reb Kiveger asks on the Toisvus. He says, I don't understand. One tefach really would passel a sukkah. Because remember, we're talking about that the tefach of avir is going through and through, from one end of the sukkah to the other end. And because of that, it really should be mafsik between the two parts of the sukkah and passel the sukkah. The only reason why we don't say that one tefach of avir passels a sukkah is because the rule of lovud. And even if, let's say, you have two tfachim of schach pasal, next to it there is two tfachim of avir, the reason why it's not pasal in such a case is because we consider the two tfachim of avir based on lavud as being filled up with schach kosher. 
because we pretend like the schach kosher on the other side fills it up. But suppose, like in Toysus' case, you have two tvachim of schach pasal, another two tvachim of schach pasal on the other side of the aver. You have aver in the middle. There's no reason why that aver in the middle shouldn't pasal the sukkah by itself. Because if you're going to apply the principle of lovud, then it should be considered like it's filled up with schach pasal, and then you have a full shear of the dalat fachim. So if you don't use lovud, then the average should pasal by itself. If you do use lovud, then it should pasal midin schach pasal. Now Rabbi Kiveger says that I understand that I'm making an assumption. The assumption that Rabbi Kiveger is making is that the din, that avir, less than three tfachim, does not passel in a sukkah, is only with the rule of lavud. And if you could eliminate lavud, then the, the avir will passel even though it's less than three tfachim. Rabbi Kiveger says maybe you'll argue and say that the fact that avir doesn't passel when it's less than three tfachim is not even because of lavud. You don't even need lavud for that. The reason why it doesn't pass is because there's a shear. It's not chashiv enough when you have avir that's less than three tfachim and it doesn't have the ability to pass the sukkah. He says you cannot say that because the Gemara later in Dafyur Ches brings the machloikis whether yesh lovud be'emtza or ain lovud be'emtza. And it's mavur that lefidam and yomer who holds ain lovud be'emtza that in the middle of a sukkah you cannot say lovud that your sukkah is pasal even though the avir is less than three tfachim. So you see that the fact that avir paches mishloishet tfachim doesn't pasal in a sukkah is only based on the rule of lovud and not because it's not a chashvashir. Kveger adds that perhaps you'll tell me that Lo'olam, the reason why Aver Pachas Mishloshet Fachim doesn't pass on a sukkah is because it's not a Chash Vashir and not because of the Din of Lovud. Why is it then that the Badi Yamar who holds Ein Lovud Be'emtza holds that the sukkah is pasal when it has less than three Tfachim of Aver? He says maybe that's only by a sukkah ktana. When you have the exact shear of Heksher Sukkah, you have Zayin al Zayin, and you have Pachas Mishloshet Tfachim of Avir, there, since you can't say Lovud, Lefidis Mandiyamar, Be'emtza, so you have a problem because you don't have enough Schach Kasher to Kasher your Sukkah. But La'olam the Din of three Tfachim in a Sukkah Gedoyla, if it's less than three Tfachim, it wouldn't passel your Sukkah, even according to Mandiyamar, ain't Lovud Be'emtza. He says you can't say that either because he says the din we know is that when you have schach pasul that's less than three tfachim, even in a sukkah ketana which has the exact amount of tfachim that you need for a sukkah zayin al zayin, we say that the schach pasul does not pasul the sukkah because it's not big enough, it's not enough, it's not three tfachim wide, and therefore even though you're you don't have a full zayin tfachim of schach kosher, it doesn't matter. And hua din we would say that if you had aver that was pachas mishloisha. If indeed there is no problem of avir when it's less than three tfachim, it wouldn't bother us in a sukkah ketana either. So al karchach says we've proven that the din of avir pachas mishloisha. The only reason why it doesn't passel is because of lovud and not because it's lacking a shear. And any time that you cannot say lovud, avir would passel even when it's less than three tfachim. In which case, we're back with our question. How could it be that in Toysus' case, the aver that's in the middle, that's in between the two tvachim of schach pasl on one side and the other two tvachim on the other side, you don't have lovud, because if you use lovud, then it's going to end up being schach pasl through and through. And since you don't have lovud, then the aver should pasl by itself. So in the stipler in the simon Yud Gimel, and also the Emek Bracha in his simon on Sukkah in Ois Yud Ches, they both seem to say the same pshat. And that is that in reality, we do say lovud. And that's why the avir by itself doesn't passel. 
So if we do say Lovud, then why don't we say that there is now a shear of Dalat Fachim of Schach Pasel? The answer is that there are two ways to understand how Lovud works. One way to learn is to understand that Lovud considers the two sides as if they were Niskarvu to each other. Says the stipler that that's not the way that Toysfus sees Lovud according to this suffix. Because indeed, if you would look at the two sides of Schach Pussel as being Niskarvu to each other, then we have a full shear of four Tvachim of Schach Pussel. Rather, the din of Lovud is to consider the place of the Aver as if it was filled up. Now, inasmuch as we see it as it's filled up, we don't have Aver to Pussel. You'll ask, even so, if we consider it like it's filled up, it should be considered filled up with schach pasul. On that, we have the yisoy that ain lavod lahachmer. Like Toisvus says later, we don't say lavod lahachmer. That's why Toisvus says that if you don't have two tefachim of schach pasul on one side and two tefachim on the other side, suppose you only have one tefach on one side and one tefach on the other side, and this pachas mishloisha tefachim of aver. There, Toisvus says you for sure don't say that it's considered like you have a full four tefachim of schach pasul because leir minin lavad lahachmer. So if you don't say lavad lahachmer, why is Toisvus mistapik in this case, where you do have two tefachim on one side and two tefachim on the other side? Why does Toisvus have a tzad to say that it would be pasul? The answer is that even though you don't say lavad lahachmer to consider it as if it's filled up with schach pasul. Nevertheless, perhaps we would say that the lovet at least takes away the hefsik that the aver makes between the two chalakim of schach pasul. So the two tzadim and toisvis are, on the one hand, maybe the fact that we do say lovet to get rid of the aver should make it as if there's no hefsik between the two tvachim on one side and two tvachim on the other side, and now it's considered like we have a full shear of four tvachim. Or do we say that although Lovud helps me to make sure that the Avir is considered Nismale and therefore doesn't pose a problem, it's like you don't have Avir here, nevertheless, as far as the Hefzik is concerned, the two Chalakim are not next to each other. Because, like we said from the Stipler and the Emik Bracha, that Lovud doesn't make it like the two sides are Niskarev to each other. Kibbeger obviously understood that through the din of Lovud, it's considered closed up to the extent that it's like the two chalakim of the tzad of the schach pasul are considered next to each other, and that and thereby you have a full shear of four tefachim schach pasul. Now, as far as this actual shaila, whether Lovud helps to make it considered totally closed up, or Lovud is a din to be of the two sides to each other. We find a discussion about this in the Mogan Avram, in Simen Tafra, Reish Lamed Beis, Sifkat and Hay. Over there, the Mogan Avram actually asks, on the Toysfis, that says later, that when you don't have two Tvachim on one side, two Tvachim on another side, there we mention Toysfis says, that you for sure don't say love it to make it be considered like you have a full four Tvachim of Schach Pasel. And the reason, Toysfis says, is because you don't say love it Lahachmer. Asks the Mogan Avram, if you don't say love al-Hakmer, then what was Taisvis' suffix earlier? When you do have two tfachim on each side. Explains the Mogan Avram that over there, the din of Lovud is to be of the two sides to each other. And he says, that type of Lovud, you do say Lahachmer. The only Lovud that you don't say Lahachmer is the Lovud that serves to close up the empty space in between. That type of Lovud, you don't say Lahachmer to make it be considered that there is Schach Pussel in the middle. Because for that, you need a positive lovud, not a lovud that takes things away, but a lovud that fills things up. For that, you don't say a special din lovud lahachmer. However, in the Toysvis' suffix, there is a tzad to say lovud lahachmer, because that lovud is not trying to fill things up and create something that is not. It's just being misalik, the avir that's in the middle. And make it be considered like the two tzadim are niskarev to each other. 
It happens to be that the Prima Godim in Simon Shin Samach Gimel explains the Mogan Avram differently. He learns that the MS, you do say love Lahachmer even to close it up and to fill up the space that's in the middle because Allah Lomash Misinai is that it's considered Kisosim. However, we don't say Lahachmer that it should be considered Kisosim with the same min that is on the two sides, which is Chach Pasel. Similarly, the Machzah Shekel and Simitovkov Beis, the end of Sif Cotton Tess, has the same way of understanding the Magan Avram. It is Tzorach Bir because any Schach that's not Schach Kosher should be Mitztarif with the Schach Pasel to Pasel the Sukkah. To say that we consider it as if it's closed up with Schach Kosher, it's very strange. Why would you say that? There's no Schach Kosher on either side of the Avir. So that explanation of the Mogan Avram is Tzorch Bir. The Pashta explanation of Mogan Avram is, like we explained, that the Mogan Avram is explaining to us that you do not say love Lahachmer when it's the Geh, closing it up and making it consider it like it has the Schach puzzle inside. But we do say love Lahachmer, Le'inyan, the idea of removing the Avram and making the two sides be considered like the Niskarev to each other. The Psach Halacha is that Schach puzzle is Poisel Be'emtza Be'dalet Tfachim and Minhatsad Ba'arba Amis because you have Doifen Akuma. Even though this is Machloikis, as the Gemara brings down a Namad Beis, according to the Shita of Rav Yehudam or Shmuel, Shmuel held like we just said, but Rav says, Generally speaking, we paskin like Rav versus Shmuel be Isuri. When it's Negea Isra we pass like Shmuel by Dini, when it's Negea Dini Mominus, but like Rav Isuri. So why is it that we paskin over here? Like Shmuel, that Be'emtza, it passes by Arboa Tfachim and Apadalad Amis. So the Rif says a very simple reason. The first Lashen on Amr Aleph was brought down B'Shem Rabbanan Debei Rav. So that means that we anyway have the Shita of the Rabbanan Debei Rav, that Rav's Shita, according to them, is that Schach Pasel is only Poisel on Betzad Be'dalad Amis, but Be'emtza Be'dalad Tfachim. So we're mitzarev that shita of Rav together with Shmuel, and we paskin therefore that it's very possible with Dalat Tfachim. Another reason that's given, and the Ritva brings this down, that when we have a Shiloh, which one of the two shitas of Rav to paskin like? Do you go Basar Amri Debei Rav, or do you go Basar the Shita of Rav, the way it's brought down on Amit Beis? You go Luchumra, because it's Din Dairaisa. By Dairaisa, you go after the, the Machmer. Another reason, however, that the Ritva mentions, and this appears in the Ramban as well, that if you had to paskin, like the Lushin, the Lushna Basar, the one on Amit Beis that says Bedas Rav, that you need four Amis for Schach Pasel to Pasel, Bein Be'emtza, Bein Menatzad, then it comes out, that the din of Doifen Akuma is totally irrelevant. When do we ever say the din of Doifen Akuma? Bishlama, if you say that Tzach Pasel is Paisel Be'emtza Be'dalet Fachim and Menatzad Be'dalet Amis, so we understand that that's based on the din of Doifen Akuma. Really, Tzach Pasel Pasels Be'dalet Fachim. The reason why Menatzad, you need four Amis, is because of the rule of Doifen Akuma, and we understand where we enact the Allah Lomashvisina called Doifen Akuma. And the Gemara on Davav Mebeiz actually said that where do we need the Hilchasa? Kiyasa Hilchasa is one of the things it says for Daifan Akuma and Lovud and Good Asik. So we know that the Gemara claimed that the uh, din of Daifan Akuma is Allah Mashmisinai. But if you say that Tzach Pasel is Paisel, Beim Be'emtza, Beim Menatzad, Bedalad Amis, so the din of Daifan Akuma is unnecessary because it's going to be kosher even without the din of Daifan Akuma since you don't have Dalad Amis. You need to have Dalad Amis in order to pass all the sukkah. Now the Pnei Yeshua brings down this Ritva and Ramban 
And he says that that wouldn't be a good rationale to paskin that Tzach Posel is only Posel Minatzad Bedal Aramis, but the Emtza Bedal Tfachim. The reason is, he says, because there is still, even according to the other shita that you need bein minatzad bein beemtza you need dalid amis. There's still an application of the din of daifin akuma. He says because imagine if you have a sukkah gedoyla and on one of the sides, starting from the makom where the schach begins, like right next to the daifin, you have seven amis full of schach pasul. He says, if you can enact the din of doifin akuma, then we would view four of those seven amas as being part of your doifin, and it would be not yet a full dalit amas of schach posel pasling your whole sukkah. The remaining three amas is not enough because schach posel requires four amas. Bein beemtza, bein minatzat. Masha'enken, if you don't have the din of doifin akuma, then you cannot see this amount, the four Amis, as being part of your doifin, and the whole sukkah becomes puzzle. So therefore he doesn't agree to this reason to paskin like that Lashen. Now why do the Ritva and the Ramban not agree with the Pnei Yeshua's Taina? I believe it's for a very simple reason. We already brought down the question that the Achranim asked, the Sfasemis, the Archlener, the Rishash on Daf Dalid. That even according to us, we paskin that Tzchach puzzle Be'emtza is puzzle Be'dalot Tfachim. Why is it that we, whenever we talk about Doifin Akuma, we say that four Amis passels? We should say that it's not possible unless you have four Amis plus four Tfachim. Because after the four Amis of Doifin Akuma, you should be given up until four Tfachim of Schach Pasel. Why is it that we say that at the moment you have four Amis Menatzad, the Sukkah is Pasel? And we saw that the way they answer is that you don't have the right to split it up that way. Who told you to view it that way? Or perhaps that's exactly the way the Allah HaMashim Sinai was said. Allah HaMashim Sinai has said that when you have an atzad, more than four amas, the sukkah is no good. So the same exact thing would hold true according to the Shita that four amas passels be atzad, be emtza, because you cannot say that you need eight amas in order for a sukkah to be passled. The Pneshu is assuming that according to that Shita, really in order to passel the sukkah, you would need a full eight amas. Four of those amas would be seen as your doifin, and the additional four amas are schach passel, which doesn't passel the sukkah until it has four amas. They obviously hold that that's not the way that Allah Sinai was given. And Bedasa Pneshu, you see that according to his Shita, that's really loyal, you have to say that when the Gemara says that four Amas passels Menhatzad, it doesn't mean only four Amas passels Menhatzad. If you would have four Amas and less than four Tfachim, so altogether you're, you could look at it like less than four Amas of Doifin and then less than four Tfachim of Schach Pasel, then the Sukkah will still be Kasher. Rabbah had asked a question to the Rabbana Debei Rav who held that Schach Pasel Be'emtza is Pasel Barba Tfachim and he asked them if you have Pachas Mi Dal Tfachim of Schach Pasel and Pachas Mishloish Tfachim of Avir, the two together don't make the Sukkah Pasel. But if you're Malye Bishpudin, if you fill up part of the Avir with Shpudin such that now you have four Tfachim of Schach Pasel, so there it is Pasel. And the question is, how could it be that Avir, which seems to be more Chamer, is not as bad as Schach Pasel? When you put in the Schach Pasel, it passels the Sukkah. But the Avir that was there before, which is more Chamer since it passels with less space, with three Tfachim, it still is not going to passel the Sukkah. And they turned around and told him, well, the same problem is true according to your shita. You hold that Schach Pasel is Pasel by Arba Amis. And if you would have Pachas Me Arba Amis of Schach Pasel and Avir Pachas Mishloisha Tvachim, it would be Ksheira. Malya Bishpudim, you put in some Schach Pasel to be mashed to the Shear of Dalit Amis and all of a sudden it becomes 
puzzle. So how could that be? Why is it that the Avir, which is more Chomer, is not functioning as much as the Schach puzzle? And Rabbi said, there's no comparison between my sheet and your sheet, because I hold that the shear is Arba Amis. From the fact that it's Arba Amis, you see that it's a special din of a shear. So if you have a special shear of Schach puzzle needs for Amis, you don't have that shear. And it doesn't matter that there's Aver next to it, because the two have separate shiurim, and therefore they're not mitzarv to each other. Masha'enkin, according to you, you learned that the din of Schach puzzle is Paisel Ba'arbaat Tvachim. The psul of Arba Tfachim shows that it's not a special shear because Arba Tfachim is a universal symbol in all Dinei Torah for a Mokim Chashuv. After all, as Rashi explains, it doesn't say in the Mishnah anything about Arba Tfachim. So it must be that you're getting it Min because B'chol Mokim Chashuv and Dalat Tfachim li is Mokim Chashuv La'atzmoy. So if it's indeed because of a Mokim Chashuv and we look at the Hefsik of Arbat Fachim as being enough of a Mafsik in your Sukkah to make it be considered like two Sukkahs and therefore it's Pussel, the same thing should hold true when you have Schach Pussel and Avir and combined they have more than four Tfachim. It should certainly Pussel the Sukkah. And to put it in Lashon of the Gemara, Ludit Chuda Amrisu Shir Mishum Haflaga Mali Ispalig Beschach Pasul Mali Ispalig Beschach Pasul Va'Avir. As far as the distancing of the two halakim of your sukkah is concerned, it shouldn't make a difference if what's creating that distance is Schach Pasul alone or Schach Pasul together with Avir. And this Gemara is really a pella, because whatever happened to Lavud. We know that when you have Pachas Mishloshet Tfachim of Avir, it gets closed up because of Lavud. So if you have Pachas Mi Arba Tfachim of Schach Pasol next to Pachas Mishloshet Tfachim of Avir, the Pachas Mishloshet Tfachim of Avir should be considered like it's fully closed up with Schach Kosher, and then you only have Pachas Mi Arba Tfachim of Schach Pasol. So what, what does he mean that Mishum HaFlagawi should be Mitzar of the two? So I believe you see from here a big Yisoyed in the Din of Avir Gimel. Three Tvachim of Avir has two problems with it. Avir is a poisel and Avir is a mafsik. A poisel means that there's something wrong with the Avir itself. Like we know, you cannot sleep under three Tvachim of Avir. There's no schach kosher there. But aside from being a poisel, it itself has a problem. It's also a mafsik, meaning it's marchik, the two chalakim of the sukkah. They're too far away from each other. Now, in an ordinary case where you have pachis, mishloishat fachim of avir, we use the rule of lavud to make it that the avir is not a poisel. Command de says that the fact that ordinarily avir has a problem in and of itself, we don't look at it like the avir is there. However, as we mentioned earlier, we do not use lavud to say that it's as if the two sides are next to each other. Which is why Taisus was mistapic about when you have two tfachim of schach pasul and then pachas mishloisha of aver in the middle and then another two tfachim of schach pasul. We don't say al yidei love it that it's considered like the two chalakim are next to each other. So why is it that when you have pachas mishloisha tfachim in between your schach kosher, why is the sukkah still kosher? Eina chenami lavud says that it, there's, it's not a poisel, but why doesn't it function as a mafsik? The teretz is because they're not far away enough from each other. The two chalakim of your sukkah are close enough to each other that we do not see pachas mishloisha tfachim of avir as enough of a mafsik. However, if the pachas mishloisha tfachim of avir is next to schach pasul, that's pachas me'arba, you 
you have enough of a mafsik. And that's what the Gemara means, that Mishum HaFlaga, when you're dealing with the Merchak, between the two Chalakim of your Sukkah, you can be Mitzaret, the Schach Pasel, and the Avir, to be considered enough of a Merchak. Because the Shita that holds that Schach Pasel is Paisel Be'emtza Barbot Fachim, gets that shear because we assume that it's enough of a Mafsik. So Einachanami Lovud would help us to say that the Aver in and of itself is not problematic. But the Aver can be mitztarev to the Schach Posel in terms of its being a Mafsik. The Gemara answered back on the Taina that Rabbah asked that even according to you, Rabbah, that you need four Amis of Schach Posel to Posel and it's Lois Shavu but in a Sukkah Ketana it is Shavu because in a Sukkah Ketana Schach Posel does Posel Bishloish Tvachim. And as the Gemara explains, why does Schach Pasel Pasel in a Sukkah Ketana, if it's Zayin al Zayin, it Pasels B'Shloish Tfachim because you do not have Shiura the Sukkah. Now the question is, if it's true that there's a problem that you don't have Shiura the Sukkah because you need to have a full Zayin al Zayin of Schach Kosher, then Schach Pasel should Pasel even with less than three Tfachim in a Sukkah Ketana. Now, Rabbi Kiveger, in the same piece that we mentioned earlier on Toysvah Zanam and Aleph, addresses this question. Why is it that in a Sukkah Ketana, we don't say that Tzachach Pasel passes with less than three Tfachim? And he responds by saying, do not say that that is because we say Lovud, because we don't say Lovud when it's Tzachach Pasel. You don't say Lovud by Avir. Rather, he says, the reason why Tzachach Pasel doesn't passel less than three Tfachim is because it's not a Choshev enough of a Shir. So, Le'inyan Hechshir Sukkah, it doesn't bother us that when there's Pachas Mishloish Tfachim. Now, the assumption that he's making that you'd never say Lovud by a Schach Pasel is debatable. Toysvis and Daf Yutesimit Alf, the Bermaschaloy Yehei, does say this. However, the Rajbah in Erevin Dafches says that even on Schach Pasel, you say Lovud. The Primigodim in Simen Shin Samach Gimel proves this as well from Rashi and Daf Dalit. So according to those shittas, it's possible that the reason why in a sukkah ketana, schach pasal doesn't pasal when it's less than three tfachim is simply because of lovud. This may be, by the way, the yisoyed of the machloikis Rashi and Toysis daf yud tes, when you have schach pasal that's less than gimel tfachim, according to Toysis, you're not allowed to sleep under that schach pasal. And it's not the same as avir, that's pachas mishloish tfachim, that you're allowed to sleep under it, because over there you say lovud. But by schach pasal, Toysis holds you don't say lovud. However, Rashi holds that you are allowed to sleep under the schach pasal that's pachas migimel tfachim. And the Ritva explains over there in Shittas Rashi that you say lovud. So essentially, we have two shittas explaining why it is that Tzach Pasel, that's Pachas Mishloish Tfachim, will not Pasel in a Sukkah Ketana. According to the way that Kivegar is explaining, and you have to say that Lafi, the shittas, that hold that you do not say Lovud with regards to Tzach Pasel, the reason is because it's simply not Chashav enough, and therefore the Pasel, the Zayin al-Zayin, we don't care about it. However, according to shittas Rashi and the Rashbin Erevin, it's because you do say Lovud. Now the Magen Avram in Simen Tafresh Lamed Bey Sifkat and Gimel says that even when you have a sukkah that has nine and a half tfachim could be nifseles through Gimel tfachim of schach pasul minatzad because the moment you remove the schach pasul you do not have a shear of a hechsher sukkah because if you subtract the three tfachim then you're left with less than Zion tfachim the Elia Rabbah asks on him. That if you would look at the shear of Zayin Tfachim and isolate Zayin Tfachim of your sukkah, which is the shear Hech sukkah, you do not have three Tfachim of Schach Pasel. And we know that when you have a sukkah Ketana of Zayin Tfachim, if you have less than three Tfachim of Schach Pasel, we said it doesn't Pasel. 
So this kasha of the Al-Yuraba, first of all, is only a kasha according to Rabbi Kivager's understanding that this shear of less than three tfachim of schach pasul is not chashiv enough, doesn't bother us. Because if the reason is, because the way we explain Al-Pi Rashi and the Rashba, that it's because you say lovud, well, since there are three tfachim of schach pasul together, you do not say lovud. However, even according to Rabbi Kivager's pshat, we could answer the Al-Yuraba's question with the Yisoy that we said earlier that we do not split things up. Even though it's true that the shear of less than three tfachim of schach pasal doesn't pasal, it's not chashiv, but we don't use the imagination and say, let's isolate the shear zayin al zayin and say that within that shear zayin al zayin, you don't have enough schach pasal. We look at the whole picture, just like we explained when you have Dalit Amis of Doifen Akuma and next to it Pachas Mi Dalit Fachim of Schach Pasul we don't say that we just imagine that part of it is considered Doifen and the rest of it is considered Schach Pasul so too over here we don't say let's isolate this part and say that within the Zion Al Zion that's there you don't have enough we don't say that. We say you look at it as a whole sukkah of tes tfachim umechza, and within that tes tfachim umechza, there is three tfachim of schach pasul to pasul. You have been listening to the shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a daf or masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.